Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The crowds got even bigger, and Jesus addressed them. This is a wicked generation. It is asking for a sign. The only sign it will be given is the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. On Judgment Day, the Queen of the South will rise up with the men of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there is something greater than Solomon here. On Judgment Day, the men of Nineveh will stand up with this generation and condemn it, because when Jonah preached, they repented. And there is something greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Signs, miracles, St. Paul tells us, are for unbelievers. And they're given to unbelievers as a warning. Because, indeed, an unbeliever may indeed see a sign and still not repent. And there are many examples of that in history as well, of course, as in the scriptures. The wise men came from the east to Jerusalem because they had seen a sign. They believed and they undertook the journey. They arrived in Jerusalem, and they spoke of the sign. Where is the infant king? We have seen his star, and we have come to do him homage. Yet Herod did not believe, or rather he did believe, but thought that he might be able to frustrate the plan of God. The priests also believed, and they gave Herod the information he required, but they themselves did not move. And so the sign for them was wasted. Our Lord was born, and there was a sign in heaven. The night was lit up by an unknown light. The angels came down. And the shepherds came, but we heard nothing about the people of Bethlehem coming to see this sign. Simeon likewise saw the sign and spoke of the sign. This child, he said, is a sign. Our Lord began his ministry and he worked many signs. The first miracle was a sign, a sign by which his disciples believed in him. This was the first of the signs Jesus works, St. John tells us. And our Lord, in his ministry, worked many signs or miracles. 
the miracles were not arbitrary, but they pointed to something greater. And yet, there were many who did not believe. The crowds grew even larger, and our Lord addressed them. This is a wicked generation. It is asking for a sign. Even when he worked the miracles of the loaves, they said, what sign will you work that we should believe in you? They asked for a sign from heaven. They asked for a sign beneath the earth, and the Lord refused. Even as Ahaz asked, was offered a sign, ask as high as heaven or as deep as hell, I will not put the Lord God to the test. And yet here the crowds, or at least the Pharisees, asked for a sign, and the Lord would not give them one, except, he says, the sign of Jonah. And so we need to ask ourselves, how is Jonah a sign for the Jews of our Lord's time and for us today? As we heard in the first reading, Jonah is commanded up, go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach to them as I told you. And Jonah went off to do so. But even before he had done so, the first time he got the message, Jonah was reluctant to go. As he would say later, I knew you were full of compassion and that you would not destroy them as you had threatened. And so Jonah attempted to escape from the Lord, taking a boat, and in the boat there was the great storm. The Jews, of course, would have been familiar with the story. And the soldiers and the sailors tried to find out who was responsible for the storm. And they drew lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. And they asked, what have you done? What must we do to stop this storm? To which Jonah said, throw me overboard and you will be safe. And they said, we do not want to do this, but the storm got worse. And so they begged God. They said, forgive us. We are unwilling to do this, but it's either him or us. And so they threw him overboard. And the storm ceased and the whale swallowed Jonah. And then we're told, three days later, the whale vomited Jonah on dry land. It's very important that we pay attention to what Scripture tells us. And Jonah goes to the city and preaches, 40 more days, the never will be destroyed. So if we take the story up to this point, we can see how this is a sign for the Jews of our Lord's time. Jonah was sent to pagans, the Ninevites, who had neither law, nor worship, nor temple, nor priesthood, nor any good news. Our Lord is sent to Jews who had the law, who had the temple, who had the priesthood, and who had the promises. Jonah was reluctant to go. Our Lord came willingly. Jonah was a servant our Lord, the Master. Yet the Ninevites believed and the Jews did not. Jonah, and you can imagine him having been swallowed by the 
whale and having been vomited three days later would have not been a pretty sight. There would have been, there's no doubt, there were marks on his body to indicate his ordeal. And no doubt also he would have explained it to the Ninevites. Our Lord had marks on his body, which were a sign that he showed to the apostles that it was indeed he. And these same signs were rejected by the authorities, the Jewish authorities. On the contrary, they paid the soldiers to say the body had been stolen. Jonah being, was vomited up onto dry land. Now, how can a whale vomit Jonah on dry land unless the whale had been beached? And if it was beached, it meant it died. Our Lord, rising from the grave, destroyed death. And so the whale itself represents death. So by our Lord's resurrection, death is destroyed, even as by Jonah's regurgitation, or being regurgitated, the whale itself died. And there are many other types flowing through the story. And so our Lord, in mentioning Jonah, shows that he would preach. He would be put to death. He would be rejected even as the sailors said, we do not want to throw this man overboard. We don't wish to take his life. They were unwilling to do so. Isn't that a type of pilot who was unwilling, but was coerced into crucifying the Lord by the, by the Jewish apostates? And so the Lord brings this example as a warning. He said that the... He, he will preach on, um, for the three days and then be put to death. And he would rise again. And so his resurrection would be this preaching, in, um, in, uh, preaching to the Jews who even so would refuse to believe. And then the... He says, on judgment day, the queen of the south will rise up with the men of this generation. And because of her example, that she only came to her Solomon, who spoke about temporal things, the things of this world, nonetheless, they, she believed. And the men of his time would refuse to believe. So by comparison, they would be condemned. And of course, the same applies to us. And he says there's something greater than Solomon here. Because Solomon knew only of temporal things, whereas our Lord tells us of, speaks to us of heavenly things. The Queen of the South also represents those who are ignorant of sin. For, like the Ninevites, she had no knowledge of the law, no knowledge of the worship that God required equally, the Ninevites. They will rise up with the men of this generation and condemn it because they believe without having all of the um, benefits of the law and the prophets and so on. 
And they repented. They converted. And so in the two examples that our Lord brings, we have those who are ignorant of sin and those who repent of sin. And these two represent the church, which is drawn from the Gentiles. Jonah had preached 40 more days, and Nineveh would be destroyed. Our Lord would preach, warning them that this generation would not pass away till they had paid for the blood of every prophet, from Abel the just to Zechariah, who was killed at the vestibule of the temple. And indeed, 40 years after his resurrection, Jerusalem was destroyed because they refused to believe. So then, even as we ourselves stand listening to the word of God, we need to recognize that if we do not believe, we also will likewise perish. And what is required of us? But that we, like Jonah, stand up and preach to the world in which we live 40 more days, and our world indeed will be destroyed if we do not believe. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family, and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate.